0: Welcome to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes, a podcast dedicated to sports talk from Chicago, Las Vegas, Dallas, and beyond. I'm your host, Ron L.V. Wrights. I'm also with Timothy T. Dog Wilberger, And I have a special guest tonight, Sean A. Strickland. We're here to talk sports from everything and beyond. Let's get this started. All right, guys, we're doing the podcast. How's everyone doing tonight? What do you hear? What do you say? I'm doing good. All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, we've had some really good NFL games today and really bad NFL games Very today. And, and ugly. And ugly. Jeez, the good, the bad, the ugly, right? My God. We also have to talk about some boxing, some Golf some NFL picks. So let's start off let's start off talking about the Raiders. Today was uh a tough game for the Las Vegas Raiders. They were 6 and 4 going into the to the game today and they were playing a pretty I thought a pretty, you know, team a beatable team especially for Las Vegas. But uh Carr looked out of sorts, out of sync. Uh, There was multiple turnovers. Um, It just didn't look like the team that they should be, you know, that they normally be playing. I mean, as of last week, people were saying, you know, Las Vegas could be a sleeper for a potential playoff and Super Bowl bound, if you can believe that. And especially when they played, you know, basically touchdown for touchdown against Kansas City Chiefs. So I don't know if it was the old mentality of somebody coming into uh, a game that you
1: think you you're probably going to win. What do you think, Tim? Well, I think well, I think you hit a lot there. I mean, obviously the turnovers were killer. I believe he fumbled the ball three times today, in addition to the interception that he had. And um, I didn't see the end of the game, but I did look at the stats later and saw that Nathan Peterman came in. Oh, so you know if you know if you get sat down for the likes of Nathan Peterman you did not have a very good game. And uh, so it was it was, it was was rough from the start. And, you know, I, I think Atlanta actually has been playing better football as of late, um, but this just uh, did not look like a potential Super Bowl contending team. The Raiders were just outmatched in every facet of the game. It was a rough one all the way around. I'm sure you well, watched well, the game. Well,
2: you know, the problem is you don't know which rated team is coming to play.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's times when they look real good, and there's times that they look like, what happened tonight?
0: You know? Right. Yeah. So yeah, you weren't I mean, impressed then, right?
2: No, <laughs> not at all.
1: Okay. But there's good news. I think the Jets are coming up, so that's that's good news for the Raiders. Yeah. Jets are <laughs> unfortunately are zero
0: and ten today because they did lose to the Dolphins. But uh, I don't know. I I have I have good I have some hopes for the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll see. Uh, but once again I'm not a f- for me I'm not a full Raiders fan even though I live in Las Vegas. I'm not a- I'm not 100% on board yet. How about you Sean? I know never
2: ne- never. Now
0: never. you're from Chicago, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. So you're not 100% Las Vegas. Does it make it let me ask you something Sean. All right. Being from Chicago, I'm- you're you're a Bears fan, right? Cool. Uh- Absolutely. Okay. So being from Chicago, do you and and living in Las Vegas, do you feel like can you root for the Las Vegas Raiders being that they're an AFC team or does does it not matter?
2: It doesn't matter. It okay. doesn't matter at all. I mean, should I root for them because I live here? I should. Yeah. But I don't.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel. I but but do you feel like you can you can at least watch the game because well, Yeah, I can watch
2: the game. It's yeah.
0: not like it's not like they're gonna. Their only time they're gonna see each other is maybe once every seven years, or once in the Super Bowl. Like that's the only time, right? And once know every four years.
2: No, that's not gonna happen.
0: Is it every four there? I thought it
2: yeah, was seven. Yeah, okay. yeah. They'll play.
1: They'll play once every four years. <laughs> All right. But that's well, regardless, not. Gonna... But regardless, it's a good point. I mean, it's you know I've so you know Sean transplanted. He's now in Vegas. You're in Vegas. I, how long did you live in Chicago, Sean? Oh, mostly all my life. I left there, there uh,
2: 1998.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's been out here for a while. Uh, okay. Well, and so, you know, I, the majority of my time has spent, has been spent in the Chicagoland area. I think other than six years where I lived out in Vegas. So the rest of it's been in, in Chicago and you know, now I'm in Dallas and you, you no, I, you will never find me rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, yeah, we talk Dallas sports on here and I have a vested interest in watching Dallas because of this podcast. But other than the Packers and the Vikings, I think the Cowboys are probably my third hated team. So yeah. that makes it a little <laughs> little tricky down here. But but all in all, yeah, I, I totally, there's no reason. Um, I could see possibly what you're saying there, Ron, with it being AFC versus NFC. Yeah, You know, being, okay, they're not in the division. They're not, they don't have a rivalry, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, even though the the Bears and the Cowboys are in the same conference but not in the same division, I could never see myself rooting for the Cowboys. I could tell you that.
0: Well, good, because I know you're a loyal Bear fan. Speaking of Cowboys, how'd they do on Turkey Day?
1: Well, um, they did about as well as the Raiders did. I mean, it was brutal. The game actually was a little closer than the score might indicate. They were they were, you know, I think they're only down by four going into the fourth quarter before Washington blew it open. But overall it was just a bad, bad game. Uh, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, who played well, he had um you know, started to play well lately. You and I have been kind of riding him and the fact that he just hasn't been um himself after all those series of fumbles that he had and has not been playing well. He was non existent in this game. I believe he had maybe if he's lucky he had 30 yards I don't think he broke anything over 10 yards he just he really seems to be missing that burst and there's been some kind of scuttlebutt down here in the local media about whether Jerry Jones is is really you know lamenting that contract extension making him I believe one of the highest if not the highest paid running backs in the NFL as far as total dollars is concerned so um, it's rough, it was rough to watch it was a bad game together
2: now isn't their offensive line hurt yeah
1: yeah they de- they have had issues with their offensive line um they did get one of their key starters back uh I think last game not this week but the week before they've been dealing with the same issues the Bears have been dealing with on the offensive line as a matter of fact I think through like the first six or seven games I'm trying to go back to my memory of our podcast they had like a different offensive line rotation every single game. And Sean, you asked that question and it's obvious you can't really get any consistency or get anything really going from an offensive standpoint on a consistent basis. If you're considering consistently shuffling pieces around and dealing with injuries. So they've definitely had to deal with that. Uh, but Ezekiel's also dealt with the fact that he's just been fumbling the football. He's missing that 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 burst. Um, he's not hitting the second level of the defense with the power he used to. So, yes, the offensive line struggled, but there's something off with him. Yeah,
0: well, and the other thing that's interesting is is we've I, I think we've seen it for years that, that the Dallas uh, O-line was just unbelievable. And any running back coming in behind that O-line can probably do – and gain quite a bit of yards. So the question remains, Does is Ezekiel the, the premier running back, and should he get paid the big dollars? I mean, I think we were talking last week, uh, there's a lot of running backs out there that are really, really good. I would say definitely better than Ezekiel.
2: I don't, I don't know what's wrong with him this season. He just don't seem the same at all.
0: Maybe his boo got hurt. Well, his Maybe. His, you know, maybe. His, you know
1: a lot of a lot of it is mental i mean when you really start getting into it and you think about it, especially when you start getting when you're fumbling the football um you know you're not making that secondary move like i said he's hitting the first line of that defense and he's you know both hands on that ball that's going to take away your your zip and he's really not finding that uh, that second burst so I, I think a lot of it's in his head but they they definitely are struggling on, uh, to run the football but you know i mean let's be honest guys they also lost their heart and soul in Dak Prescott and it's hard for a team that's deflating for a team to come back and continue success. When you lose a leader like Dak, I I believe he was putting up like stupid Nintendo type numbers at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. before he got hurt. So that was a big loss for them. And you think about being able to recover from something like that. It's hard to do at the quarterback position. I mean, unless you have somebody that can jump right in and do it, you look back years ago with Cutler, um, When Cutler was on the Bears and I think the Bears started out seven and two, seven and three, something like that, and then he got hurt and then they slipped out of the playoffs. You know, I mean it's it's tough to recover when you lose your leader like that. Absolutely.
0: And did did you have something you wanted to say? Yes.
2: Go ahead. Why not or how come Mr. Jones won't pay Prescott (laughs) some money?
0: Hey, that's a good question.
1: He spent it all on Jalen Smith and Ezekiel. <laughs> he <doesn't laughs> left. He's a multi-billionaire, but I, that's a great question, Sean. And I, I you know, when I hear that, that's the exact question that people down here in the Dallas community are asking. And uh, you know, he's going to get paid one way or another. Um, I, I believe that Jones knows he has to pony up um, I think he's just waiting until the last possible minute. I mean, he's not going to want to have to franchise him. That'll be even way more money. Uh, so, yeah, I, I anticipate that even with his injury, he'll probably end up getting his contract.
0: You think so? You think, well, I mean, they could also, they could probably
1: do a, what do they call that, uh, franchise? Franchise tag. Yeah, they could do a franchise tag, but that's going to be really expensive. I, I want to say that's probably going to be somewhere in the high 30 range. For a one-year deal, that's pretty hefty, Sean. I don't know if you know the numbers on that, but I think that's probably about where it would land.
0: Well, the other question would be: um, Would it have been just cheaper to just play bad, like they are doing? Of course. I mean, they're pro- they're obviously not going to go zero and sixteen. I think the Jets will probably go zero and sixteen this year, and just try to get a first-round quarterback at a cheaper. It would cost them che- less money to get a first-round or a top, you know. Five quarterback out of the draft than to pay Ezekiel. I mean, excuse you me, than to pay Dak. Could they go that route?
1: Well, I certainly, No, I certainly did not see them going that route. I think you, you found gold in Dak Prescott as it is in a, I believe he was a fourth round draft pick. You guys can keep me honest in that. So when you find somebody like that and who's, you know, he's shown the ability, he is a good leader on and off the field. You don't let somebody like that walk in free agency. It's just not the way things go in the NFL. Um, so again, hearing what I hear down here. Yeah. People are saying the same thing, Sean, they're asking that same question that Sean asked. Why haven't they paid him yet? But on the same token, they say, you hear people chime in and say, yeah, yeah, don't worry though. They will. So I, I don't think they're going to look at a quarterback in the first round and let Dak walk. It's, it's, I don't think that's that highly likely.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't think so either. Well, we're going to, We're going to shift gears a little bit because I want to save the Bears game, tonight's Bears game, for a little bit later in the podcast. So, a couple of things outside of football that were happening this year, uh, this weekend. One was the Tyson uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight. Um, I'm not a big fighting guy. Like, I'm not a fan. I don't watch too many fights, but I can tell you. If I wasn't working, I probably would have watched that fight. It seemed like it would be a pretty good fight, but finding out, which you guys already know, that Tyson should have won that fight, number one. I thought, the what I saw, Tyson looked like he was dominating Roy Jones.
2: A little bit of what I saw, I agree with that.
0: But Roy Jones, as you were saying,
2: Sean? I didn't realize this guy was just as big as Tyson. Yeah, right. I mean, I know he's taller than him. Yeah. You know, when they did the measurements, you know, they were saying that Mike Tyson was at 220, Roy Jones was at 210. And when you saw them stand up the pre-game, the pre-fight, dude, Roy Jones looked like almost looked like a giant, man. And I never knew that. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Cuz he didn't fight he didn't fight um in the um
0: well, he didn't fight in 200 200- Weight class, right? right?
2: He didn't fight in that weight class.
0: You know what he looked like, Tim? You know what he looked like? He looked like a couch potato. That's what he looked like. <laughs> not a Monday morning couch potato. That's set for us. But he looked like a couch potato out there. But, I mean, his his hands were fast. I'm not saying he was slow. He's still, he's still. I mean, I, you know, I would get my ass kicked if I was fighting Roy. And he held his home. No one got knocked out. I don't know if they really were. Trying terribly hard or not? Well, supposedly it was an exhibition. I mean, for what? Yeah, for pay-per-view sales is what it was for,
2: and it was a big sale too. It was very big. Yeah, very big. And I was surprised.
1: Yeah, the almighty dollar was definitely pushing that one. I mean, I, I, I didn't actually see the fight, but I did see some of some of the after stuff you guys are talking about, and. You know, it looked like Jones was tying Tyson up a lot, maybe because he was tired. The one thing I actually thought was the most humorous thing out of that was that Tyson openly admitted that he smoked a joint <laughs> before he went into the ring. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's like, what do you want me to do? I can't stop smoking. I smoke during fights. You know, I just have a smoke. I'm a smoker, you know. I. I so I'm sure it calmed me, his no nerves lot, for sure. Well, and obviously, being an exhibition, they're probably you know I don't know if mar I doubt marijuana is necessarily well maybe it is it's tested uh, you know when they do the drug testing but you know I'm sure with this being an exhibition they're like yeah whatever just go out there and smack each other around for a while we'll we'll catch yeah, the pay and we're he, we're good to go oh
0: yeah big uh, do we do you can you get the numbers on that Tim for the how much that pay per view ended up making but I wonder how fast Tyson's going to spend through his money though remember what there was a fight he made seventy five million dollars. For one fight.
2: I will hope at this age he can manage his money much better.
0: I hope so. He probably cut a lot of the guys that he well, was.
1: Yeah, well, I think so, too. Wait a minute. Let me ask, what gives you the idea that he's changed in that arena? <laughs> just, just well, out of curiosity. I think he, I well, think, <laughs> he didn't bite nobody's head off. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, There's he did. That.
0: I think he wanted to. But, you know, because <laughs> he had the munchies from smoking that weed. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Smoking that weed, dude. He must have. He might have smoked it against Holyfield, man. He was like, you know what? I'm leaning up against his head. I think I'm gonna nibble on a little, little, uh, little ear, ear chip. It's gonna taste real good. So I guess we should be thankful that he didn't start munching on Roy Jones Jr.'s earlobe. But okay, you, know, so you how, never know. How much
1: do you think? How much do you think that they each earned from the fight? What you got? Five, five mil a piece.
2: They earned
0: five mil. That's it. I I don't know if they're splitting proceeds. I'm sure they are. I'm going to say they made 25 million a piece.
1: Oh, my Lord. This is an exhibition. Exactly. There wasn't any title on the line. I understand. Although they both got belts. For what reason? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. They both got belts. Wait a minute. Yeah, but that's like when, you know, all the kids get, you know, participation trophies when exactly. they're 10 years old so nobody feels bad uh they each they each got a million dollars sean was way closer oh 20, man five million come on man holy on. testicle tuesday where'd you come up with that number i i don't
0: know i i mean 25 million
2: holy testicle tuesday
0: there you go there you go no i don't know it just seemed like i thought they split the proceeds for the pay-per-view. What the, what was the cost for the pay per view? What they what the pay per view earn? That's we need you know what we need? We need like a Jamie. So so uh Rogan Joe Rogan has a Jamie. We need a Jamie. Someone we could just look at and be like, Jamie, give me the numbers. That's true. So we don't have to go looking up things. But you know this is Yeah I'm
1: not your we're Jamie. A broke, so. we're, a bro, we're a broke we're a
0: broke we're a broke ass podcast so we're gonna have our we're our own Jamies. <laughs> so that happened this weekend. And then the other thing that happened this weekend was Charles Barkley and Phil Mickelson versus Peyton Manning and Seth Curry out on the course playing golf. And surprisingly, and and now if, if let's set this up, Charles Barkley has the most hinged golf swing ever. He did. Like he would, so if you if you're a golfer out there and you go for your backswing, it's just like a nice smooth backswing, and you kind of go all the way through. Problem with Charles Barkley is he'll go all the way back, and then he'll go like four inches to go th- to start it, and then he stops, and then he goes back, and then he swings like it's real jerky. I've never seen it with anybody in in golf at all. Even I I play golf in a mediocre golf association. I've never seen anybody in the mediocre golf league have a worse backswing or forward swing or swing in at all than Barkley. But that being said, Barkley did beat the other two guys, Steph Curry and Peyton Manning. Well, look who his partner was. Who was his partner? Mickelson. Mickelson, old lefty. Old south. Well, hey, if I can hit my three wood, three two 275 yards, I'd hit it out of the rough. That guy... You know he's he's 50 this year, actually. I think he's 50 or, or just turned 50 not too long ago, and uh, he's still competing with the young kids out there. He may not be winning. he may even go on the the senior tour tour. he might as well. He's going to make but he doesn't need the money none of these none of these really good golfers that are going getting up in age 40 and 50 years old because golf pays so well these days, they don't really need the money. So, obviously, it's just for bragging rights.
1: Well, especially him. His net worth is north of, you know, $400 million. Phil Mickelson's net worth is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and I would think that Seth Curry's net worth and Peyton Manning's net worth is probably combined $400 million easily. And uh, Barkley, he's too much of a gambler. So, he's probably under, he's probably uh, negative, you know, a million dollars. He probably lost a lot of money out there, actually, knowing him. But they ended up winning. So that was a
1: nice little Hasn't hasn't he admitted to losing like some stupid number like somewhere 8 to 10 million dollars gambling in his career in his lifetime?
0: Oh yeah, and I think it, Yeah, and I think it could even be it can even be Think about that. It might even
2: be more. Somebody he lost to Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Oh, exactly. I was going to say there's got to be somebody on the other end of those wins. That's just like, hey, man, I won money off Charles Barkley. It was easy.
0: Yeah, and of course Jordan needed the money, so that's why he took him <laughs> took him to the oh, town. Yeah. Freaking Jordan, crazy. So uh, last uh, this past week's picks, um, we'll get into those in just a little bit. But we're gonna we're gonna. Finish this conversation of weekend stuff for the Sunday night football game. The Chicago Bears are playing the Green Bay Packers in Wisconsin, in Green Bay. It wasn't cold. It didn't look cold. wasn't snowing. wasn't raining. Bears have a chance. Right? Wrong. Wrong. Sean says wrong,
1: T-Dog. Well. Well, it's probably the most obvious thing to say right there. I mean, you watch the game. I mean, you know how bad it got. It's just, it's mind-numbing. You know, that first drive, we saw how big that loss of Akeem Hicks was going to be. Oh, yeah. His absence immediately. I mean, that guy's just, you talk about an MVP on the defense. You want to, yes, uh Khalil Mack's going to get a lot of the accolades. Roquan Smith's having a, a Pro Bowl season, but Akeem Hicks is really the, the heart and soul of that defense, in my opinion. I mean, I've seen I've seen it year in and year out. He's a great player, and it, it just, you know, it just killed us. I mean, I think they went on a, what, 75-yard drive to open the game and took 14 plays to do it. Yeah. and they The Bears are the number one defense on third down. They went three for three on third downs on that drive. I mean, it was just like everything that could go wrong for the Bears. Um, it was just brutal. Well, in well, the beginning, there. Yeah, I mean,
0: you you obviously can see Akeem Hicks was was definitely needed. He he tried. He warmed up, but he just couldn't go with that hammy. And the other thing you saw was a lot of uh, three three man defense, which I thought was odd when it's like third and whatever, and we're we're only rushing three guys. Like I, I just Chuck Pagano. You know, I'm sure he's a good defensive player, and he's very safe, I think. I I would love to see the Bears take a little bit more of a a risk defensively. You know, go after Aaron Rodgers, man. I mean, he needs to be pressured. And you saw that when Green Bay played the Colts. Was it last week, right? Yeah, it was last week. And in the second half, the Green Bay Packers did not play well. They ended up losing the game actually, and we just in that first drive, we're just like, come on, pressure them. go after him. What do you got to lose? I mean, seriously, what do you what? Do, what's your thoughts on that, Sean?
2: I just think Green Bay has uh, has always had the Chicago Bears number, regardless. Yeah, just regardless. Maybe if it was cold and it was raining or snowing, they might have had a better chance,
0: or they wouldn't have lost by forty plus points. That's all.
1: That looks story. pretty cold to me.
2: I, mean, I it think it was like thirty six degrees.
1: Yeah, I mean well, you know what? Now that I live in Dallas, that's pretty damn cold. <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, that's
0: that's cold I, for here, but probably not for
1: them. Uh, Ron, but you actually you actually touched on something that I noticed as well, right? And it happened on that first drive where you can't you can't rush three against Aaron Rodgers. No, he, he will find the soft spot in the zone. He, he proved, He's proven that time and time again over his career, but you're right. I mean, the Chuck Pagano defense, they were soft in their coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't get pressure against Rodgers. You could see that, and it looked like they were just playing on their heels. They were on their back heels for most of the game. Now, granted, they were overpowered. They were tired. There's no question about it. You're putting together 12, 13, 14 play drives. The defense is going to get tired, but they when they did have the chance – they weren't tackling anybody either. I mean, there was poor tackling all throughout. looked like they were just going for the ball, trying peanut punches, and not getting guys down. You saw probably at least three or four plays where the second effort got the, the Packers where they needed to get to because of poor tackling. So um, I knew we were going to miss Akeem Hicks. I didn't expect the blowout that we had, though.
2: Yeah. But, I, I, I Go ahead. Well, the poor tackling been happening for
1: the last few weeks. Yeah. I was you just going to say that.
0: Right. It's been... It seems like terrible. It's it's high tackles, so they just slip out of them. It's not low lock up the feet, Um, and and you're right, Tim, with the punching of the ball. Like everyone's not a peanut out there, and they sure Mm -hmm. don't play like peanut. I can tell you that right
2: now. No, so why why I see more hitting than wrapping up.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's the problem. Yep. Yep, you're absolutely right. Textbook tackling is not part of their forte. I mean, it just they try to pop the guy, and then he peels off and adds another three, four yards before he's brought down. It's 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 frustrating. But Sean, you hit it on the head. That's exactly what they're doing, mm-hmm. and it's just it's mind boggling. But you know, hey, the defense. Yes, they played poor today, but man, Trubisky was back. The biscuit back back under center. Okay. Holy cow! We knew he'd be back.
2: Uh, okay. Uh, we're not going to give high praise to Trash Binsky. Not tonight. <laughs> not tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a nickname. He's, he's had that nickname. Here's, here
0: comes times. the Sean A. we all know and love. Here comes Sean A. right now. <laughs> go ahead. Tell us. Everyone's listening. Trash Bisky. Let's know, go. I just
2: know what people are thinking about. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible. Now, if it was me, mm-hmm. I'd tell you what the Bears need to do. Okay. Oh, let me get this list out. He's got he's got <laughs> glasses.
0: He's putting out. He's got a list. All right, all right. Fire away. I love it. I love it. 2017
2: right. draft. Oh, we're gonna go back in time. Where's where's the Delorean? There we go. <laughs> all right, there, Here it comes. <laughs> Trevinsky second overall pick. Yep. But he was the first quarterback picked. Mm-hmm. Over Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, and Watson. And Watson. They was 10 and 12. San Francisco originally had the second pick. The Bears had third pick. Mm-hmm. They traded up one lousy spot. And San Francisco wasn't gonna get them anyway. They didn't want them. They didn't need, they a, didn't quarterback. need a quarterback. So what was the Bears thinking about?
0: You got any thoughts on that there, T? Uh, What were the Bears thinking about?
1: It it wasn't a matter. It it certainly wasn't a matter of they weren't worried about San Francisco taking Trubisky. They were worried about who was going to jump ahead of them and take Trubisky. Trubisky was their guy, and there was no question something – Something they found out gave them the, the the thought that somebody was going to leapfrog them and potentially take Trubisky in that spot. Um, I don't know if it's ever been said who that could have been, but that's really what they were worried about. I think the bigger question is how would they miss on the scouting of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, who are both proven winners. Mm-hmm. Well, to go back, a guy who had one who, for a guy who was a one-year starter, right? Yeah.
2: To go back to your question about who is going to jump and try to get Trubinsky, the answer is no one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that, I
2: guess who will take a risk on a guy who only played what? Fourteen games. Fourteen games in his college career. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah, they Nobody were was they were going fixed. To jump.
0: I th- yeah. I, a little little fun fact, though, when uh, last year when Trubisky was playing against the Chiefs, that game, I believe, was if you added up all the games that he played for the Chicago Bears and his college games, that game was the same amount of games that Mahomes um, played just in his college playing days, mm. meaning why would you feel comfortable taking a quarterback that has played 14 games one year and not somebody that has gone to national championships or, you know, is, is competing for them and has really like who, I don't know who the head coach of, of North Carolina is or was, but these other guys had pretty good head coaches Like, transitioning should have been good. But now, there again, um, Patrick Mahomes, though, did sit for a year before he even got out there. I think it was Alex Smith that played first, that first year, right, until he got hurt or something. Okay. And then um, with Watson, he was pretty much the starter to begin with, right?
2: Okay, so who was Trubisky going to sit behind
0: no one. Oh, okay, Mike, we Mike. Well,
1: Mike, Mike Glennon. I think you. Unfortunately, yeah.
0: And I think you had a little uh, Mike Glennon. Trubisky. Well, go ahead. It,
1: it was a weird circle that that happened, where you know, Trubisky. Uh, Glennon was benched for Trubisky, who was benched for Foles, who was benched for um, Minshew, who was benched for Lutton who was just recently benched for Glennon. So it's like this weird circle of of everything coming back to Mike Glennon, arguably the best clip holder um in the NFL. But um and he got paid millions. I, yeah, for I the, mean, from the Bears. The,
0: and what what Bears, what else is on your list though? Okay. So, so
2: what do you guys think that the Bears need to do?
0: As far as quarterback or as it's far as,
2: far as like move, how do we write the how do we write do the we, ship? How do we get back to a championship? Like
0: 85 championship a eighty five championship or two thousand or two thousand six championship? it would never
2: be an eighty five championship, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: um, well, I I think they're going to need to trade. They're going to have to get a quarterback that is a proven winner.
2: Now you do know, Foles got two more years on his contract,
0: which. Is, uh, he'd be great for a backup. I think Foles is, is a great backup.
1: He'll I've, be an expensive backup if that's the case. Yep. Exactly. So was
0: Glennon, right? Glennon was an expensive backup. And so was Cutler, the contract
2: we signed with him, and he was just as brutal. The thing about Cutler, they knew he was terrible. He was terrible. And they signed him to an additional four years. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And with that being said, let me tell you what I think they should do. Okay. On okay. That's what we're waiting for. Old lady McCaskey, that's almost a hundred years old. She needs to sell the team. Oh, sell the team. She needs to sell the team. Okay. She was born in nineteen twenty-three. What in the hell does she know about football? Okay. At this point in time.
0: At this point, okay.
2: Ryan Pace, GM. He needs to go. Ryan Pace needs to go. He needs to go. Nagy, the offensive guru, please. Uh-oh. He needs to go and everybody else on that coaching staff needs to go. They need to start from the top all the way to the bottom. Get rid of both those quarterbacks. That's what they need to do. Like a like a fire sale. Like a fire sale. Like more like a garage sale. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A garage sale.
2: All right. Just everybody <laughs> from the top down needs to go.
0: So just put them at the dollar table or the quarter table.
2: Where's, where's the round Get of applause? There's got to be a round of applause somewhere Getting on that. rid of them. you have there?
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
2: Thank you, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Thank you very
1: much. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah. there, there's... There's a lot there that he said that would make people shake their head yes and say absolutely because it's when you think about it, you almost want to blow the whole thing up. You have now to. you you realize that you know unfortunately what we do realize is you know that means there's going to be some lean years in Chicago which I think that's where we're headed uh, I think we miss we're missing a window here with a great defense the problem so Ron you mentioned they need a quarterback the problem with that is is because we got off to that five and one start <laughs> unless we lose out which the way they played today is entirely possible but not necessarily likely uh, the the options are going to be relatively slim in in the draft i mean you know, you obviously have your big dogs at the top. You know, Trevor Lawrence is going to end up in New York. Even if he doesn't want to go there, he's going to end up there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you've got, uh, well, Jacksonville could have something to do about that if, if the Jets squeeze out two wins somewhere, but nonetheless. Um, but you got guys like Justin Fields uh, of Ohio State. Uh, the kid from BYU um, is probably going to be gone before the Bears draft. I uh, forgot his name. I think it's Zach Wilson. Um I know the North, North Dakota State kid, uh, Trey Lance, has been uh, a uh, in some mock draft f- for the Bears. So there's people out there that kind of think along the same lines as Sean, is draft a first-round quarterback regardless of who, who he is so that we can have somebody to develop. But to Sean's point, do we really think that Matt Nagy and the current, current coaching staff are the guys to develop that quarterback? I mean, they had a chance to develop Mitch Trubisky. And that didn't happen. That has not happened. As yeah. a matter of fact, it's gone worse. He's regressed every single year. Now, granted, he's this has been a really awful offensive line, but even the play calling and the schemes and everything they were running with for Trubisky in 2018 that really helped him blossom, they, for some reason, went away from that. Now, I don't know if that's because they just changed their playbooks or you know, a combination of that and teams realizing what they can do against these guys, but it's just been brutal. So, yeah, a complete blow up might be there, but you're not going to the quarterback situation, unfortunately, is not as good as you might think in the draft for them to find somebody. And neither it is in the free agent, market. I, don't, I mean you go ahead in a
2: draft. I, uh, I know they're not going to get anybody in draft. They haven't even drafted a quarterback in almost in 20 years. All these quarterbacks they got, they've been through trades.
0: Besides Trubisky.
2: Besides right. Yeah. Besides. That's like he's like the first one in almost fifteen years. Yeah. They don't draft quarterbacks no way.
0: No, they've always the high on defense. Definitely not on O I they were on O line. They you know, they had uh uh that long kid that they had Kyle drafted, long. Kyle Long. He was basically a one year in college kind of guy that came out and he did well for the Bears. But yeah, he had some Pro Bowl years. Mm-hmm. What, what else you got on your list there? Sean A,
2: what you got? Look, that's just pretty much it. Oh. They need to start from the top oh. to the bottom. Okay. They so need get, they need to get rid of the owner. Okay. They need to get rid of the GM. All right. They need to get rid of the coaching staff. Okay. And they need to take those two quarterbacks they have now with that coaching staff somewhere
0: else. Okay. So basically, what I'm hearing is we're going to completely, literally blow up the team. Yep. Might as well. Dynamite. I wish I had
1: some. (laughs) That's yeah, right.
0: Like maybe, maybe a little like the Taliban on them. Maybe no. I think, (laughs) I think you want to just do like a little bit of the like run them over. Yep, yep. Sean is all about blowing
1: shit up, huh? That's right. All right. I think I think that's definitely smack wagon of the of the weekend right there. That he. From the top down, McCaskey's not going to sell the team. That's definitely not going to happen. Yeah. But he says it needs to happen, and that you're talking smack from top to bottom. <laughs> yeah, he, you know it. He is he is
0: blowing up the Bears, folks.
2: <laughs> so what's going to happen? Is somebody in the family going to inherit the Bears from her Then obviously,
0: so Mama okay. McCaskey, she has full control, right? She is the yeah, she's like the uh, queen of England. Is she to <laughs> the Bears? So, is, but is she is she still making decisions, or is it really falling more on Ryan Pace? Because
1: it's really oh, it's definitely falling on Ryan Pace from a general manager perspective. But it's it's still the McCaskey team. There's no question. the The interesting thing will be is when you know, and you know, I, I hate to say this, but if and when she does pass, what will the family do with the team? Because there's been history of of you know. Owners passing away and the family members selling the team, you know, in different sports um, leagues out there. Uh, I doubt it would happen in this situation, but yeah. it's, it's, I, you know, nothing's impossible.
0: I, I just think, and I'll, I'll let Sean talk here in a second, but I just think that, um, it, you know, if control shifts, I think bear, I think the Bears, whoever is the head person, will are, is going to probably do some cleaning. Just like the Blackhawks did when the old man of the Blackhawks passed away, his son took over and then they started winning. They changed their, you know, they didn't black out games. Like if they didn't sell out a game for the Blackhawks, it was blacked out locally. So as a kid growing up, I didn't see a lot of Blackhawk games. They weren't on TV, not locally. The only time I got to see them was when they were in another state. And that way of thinking is old school thinking, which is your, to to follow up on your point there, Sean, that the the old school thinking is, is it's a new day and age. So either you got to come in with some, some fresh young thinkers and some money. You got to have the money. And it's not like the bears don't have the money. I mean, the bears have money to spend. So you got to. You got to, you know, get some fresh new people in there. And I think things will change. I, I think things could change. Well, what do you think, ahead. Sean? No, go. Like if, like if you're like, if you, okay. So you get rid of that, all that stuff. How do you, wh- wh- who do you want in? Like if you were the GM right now, who would you hire as head coach?
2: I mean, I would have to do some shopping around at this point. <laughs> yeah, I put him on the spot there, LV. Why not? I would I would have to do some shopping He's around. Trial by
0: fire, baby. He's gotta get in here and get his feet wet.
2: <laughs> I got I got something for you in a minute. Okay. But well, no, you, you, you literally have to shop around. Yeah. You just don't wanna jump. I mean, the guy before Nagy, he was what some some head coach in the CFL who was taking teams to championships there. Yeah. I mean, that's totally different from the NFL. Yeah. You know? But these guys that they just come up with, it's just, it's just ridiculous.
1: It is. Yeah, Trestman was a—you're talking Trestman, yes, I believe, before yes. John Fox uh, uh, coached the team. And, yeah, he was He was definitely a a, a experiment there. Um, they were looking for his offensive mind to come in here and change things. But I think y- you bring up a good point there with, you know, the head coaching piece of it. You know, you talk about Trubisky. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, McCaskey's not going to sell the team— is is pace gonna like? Could he be gone? Sure. Could Nagy be gone? Yes. He's definitely on the hide seat. Um, it's not always in the necessarily in the Bears' nature to do something like that when the coach has a winning record. But we'll see. Um, but Trubisky, you just look at when you talk about Nagy, he he just hasn't coached Trubisky up. I mean, today he yeah he didn't look ready today. I mean, he really, he really didn't to me. He, he was, but he also looked like he was forcing a lot of things. He was throwing into double coverage and triple coverage. He wasn't looking up he wasn't looking off his first receiver, that interception uh, where he looked at Miller the entire time and he missed uh, uh, Robinson. I think that was coming underneath. Mm -hmm. He never looked away. He, that was the one time he actually had time to throw the football. Now, most of the time he was sort of running for his life, but early on they were actually calling plays to get him moving out of the pocket. It looked like, the first few plays is like, okay, this is Trubisky from a couple years ago. got mm-hmm. a little excited. I thought, okay, maybe we're going to make this competitive, but no, a lot of that comes with being coached. And he's just, whether he's not, whether it's him not absorbing it or Nagy and his staff, not able to coach and lead them correctly. One of those two things, I'm not sure what it is, but to Sean's point, either one or both have to go. I think because it's just something is just not working there. And Either the coaching staff, and they already didn't pick up his option, so he's, he's as good as gone, Trubisky. So you don't, you don't have to worry about him. He's out. It's whether you think Nagy's going to be the one to take on the next project and whoever that may be, because Nick Foles is obviously not the answer.
0: No. Nick Foles is definitely not
2: the answer. Who would be the next project?
1: That's, that's the issue. That's, well, that's and the, the other question. Yeah,
0: and the other problem is, let's say you did bring in that. Let's say you draft another quarterback. Which right? Won't happen. But let's let's say that they get a new GM and they draft another quarterback. And let's say they draft a a decent player. Who's Who's he gonna Who's he gonna learn from? Foles. He ain't he, gonna. He ain't he gonna get his feet wet. <laughs> So, so that's the struggle that we have. Is that you know it, it'd be one thing if we like had an aging quarterback that, you know, at least not Nick Foles. He is aging absolutely, but he's never been a starter, and he's only been the guy that comes in. Yes, he's
2: won. He's a won the Super Bowl. He absolutely won the Super Bowl. Okay, I tell you what you can. I tell you what can what could happen. Okay, you get a decent coaching staff. Or a very good coaching staff, but you bring in an ex Pro Bowler quarterback that wants to be a quarterback coach. So if you don't have a veteran to work with him, that's next. That's probably the next best thing to do. Yeah. Um, doesn't San Francisco have a uh, ex quarterback? Somebody has an ex quarterback.
0: As a as, as a quarterback quarterback's coach. coach, yeah, I'm sure a lot of them have ex quarterbacks. I would think you wouldn't. Yeah, I would most think- have
1: probably played the position. Heck, the uh, Broncos tried to get one of their coaches to play quarterback today <laughs> on on in Sunday's game. How about that for a freaking uh, storyline? Well.
0: Well, we'll have to we'll have to circle this one back cuz there's a lot there's a lot of stuff you're throwing out and I know that we want to talk about this especially if they continue to lose. Hey, John
1: Elway, right? When they talk about John Elway, <laughs> bring him I on don't board. Think, I don't think Elway was going to both. They actually did petition to the NFL to allow one of their assistant coaches to suit up a quarterback in Sunday's game. Believe it or not, it was it was it, it's amazing to to just to wonder try to understand why that game actually wasn't postponed. That's what a lot of people are asking. Ron, I think you actually asked that before the podcast, right? Why yeah. wasn't that game postponed? Why was the Raven Steelers game not, you know, why was that postponed and not the Broncos game? Well, you know, the the NFL actually did deliver a, a very clear message to the to the teams that they would not reschedule games simply to avoid roster issues caused by either injury or in this case illness. Affecting multiple players, even if it was the entire position group. So the fact that the Broncos lost every quarterback on their team, and even their practice squad—you know—it was just a mess. Well, why did they? Why did they push the Baltimore Pittsburgh game then? Why didn't the Denver game get pushed? That's why they they said that's why it didn't. But nobody asked. Well, what about Pittsburgh Baltimore? Why is that one getting pushed? I don't um, know.
2: Lamar out is that the reason? He was one of them. He was one of them. That's the reason right there.
1: Well, it, it could be. But that's the thing, you know, the Broncos, I mean, look at this. Let's play this scenario out the Ravens with, you know, one of the the top young quarterbacks in the NFL comes forward and says, Hey, you know, we've got this COVID running through. Okay. Tell you what, we're going to push that game out of Thanksgiving. We're going to push it to Sunday. Hey, we've got a few more players, you know, um, actually, and it's getting worse. I think Willie Snead now was added to that list. They have something like seven or eight starters, including Jackson on the offensive side of the football that are now on that list. And for them to say, yeah, we're going to postpone that game now to Tuesday. So that game didn't even happen this past weekend. And then here come the Broncos and say, we don't have our starting quarterback. We don't have our backup quarterback. We don't have our third string quarterback. We might have a wide receiver that used to play quarterback in college, can we postpone this game? No, you guys suck. You need to know yeah, That's the whole it point. Doesn't it doesn't matter whether you guys win or lose, so go ahead. And I know we're kind of kidding about that, but Sean may be right. I mean, if there's no implications, but is that really why? See, that's the part I don't know, I Sean, believe. I said. believe it
2: is. Yeah. I mean, because when you get these two teams matched up, you want to see the best out there, and especially if it's going to be on TV. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see bird. And 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 the Ravens go at it without Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah, they don't. Nobody wants wants to see that. No, and they and the NFL is all about ratings, and the NFL exactly. is
2: all
1: about money, that's,
2: and that's exactly why they did it. Yeah.
1: Who cares about so Denver? You're, so you're, but, but I guess that's kind of my point. So you're now a Denver coach, or a Denver GM, or a Denver owner, and you see that happening simply based on that. I mean, granted, the Saints. Are in the playoff hunt, obviously, yeah. right? And so, the Saints are a good team. The Saints are a good team. You know, yeah, they're dealing with their own issues. But to send a guy out there that, you know, I think he was one of nine today. He didn't have he actually complete a pass till maybe the third quarter, threw two picks. I think they had 12 yards passing on the day. 12? 12 yards passing. 12 total. That... I think even you could pass for 12 yards, Ron. I don't know. Those balls are really big.
2: <laughs> There's like some big balls, there some but, big balls that, out there. I don't know if I can
0: get my hands around those big balls. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, this is going south fast. Let's move on. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> no, but I get, Be- I get the point. It's just I, I was kind of surprised by that because I knew why they told the Broncos to get bent. What I didn't understand is why they continuously said, but let's keep pushing that okay. Baltimore-Pittsburgh game. So. But before we get off the Bears.
2: Okay. I want everybody that's a Bears fan, listen up real good. Okay. Now, it's just a thought. Trubinski. Yeah. Everybody who knows Chicago knows that Chicago is a Polish town. Trubinsky is Polish. Do you guys think that had anything to do with it? Isn't McCaskey Polish? No, uh, I don't not, know. not really sure about that. I had to look that up. But I'm just saying. So you're so you're saying okay. So you're you're. I just want people to think about it. You're
0: you're saying that they 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 drafted Trubinsky because he's a Polak.
2: I think it's possible. Or Polish. I think it's possible. It's a Polish town. I Trubinsky, don't know. Polish.
0: <laughs> you're, you're, I think you're reaching. Maybe, maybe you're hey, reaching.
2: Man, I might be reaching. You're right, but it's just a thought. It is. A, it's a good thought.
1: Are we sure he's Polish? his last name is in Y, not I. Just saying.
2: <laughs> yeah. Post, I, just say hey, I don't. I don't know. What it's,
1: enough. It's still. You know. I don't know what
0: uh, Trubitsky's, uh nationality is, but he, he obviously Ryan Pace, really he's liked not him. Polish. No, no. But I'm saying he really liked him. What does I, he like about him? Okay, then. Okay. I like your theory. I like where you're going. So name the last Polish person that was hired or or drafted by the Chicago Bears. Mr. Chicago's <laughs> Polish, you know, it was a big Polish town. It is. Pulaski.
2: You know that? There's, there you go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So give me the last Polish person we had even for the Bulls
2: or oh my god, goodness. Don't, don't go Where where else can well, Oh, first the of Hawks. All, well, first of all, you ain't gonna get a Polish. The the White Sox. The White Sox, Ooh, they, they
1: probably got some Polish people. Oh, definitely, R- Ron. I think you're missing. I miss, I think you're missing somebody pretty big. Who he plays for the Raiders right now. Um, your boy that you were talking about last week. Yeah. What he, is Quick Kwi- Kajkowski? Quick Kajkowski.
0: There you go. Was he Polish? Come on, man. He was. Uh, yeah, He was drafted by the Bears. He was drafted, but they dumped him. They let him go. <laughs> That's what they do. They hire. Polish people, so they can <laughs> go ahead and trade them later or let them go.
2: They did get rid of Jewtown, huh? I yeah. Don't, I don't know. It's not it's that did there they? anymore. It's nope. not there anymore. That's terrible. I,
1: I would have to say that that Trubisky probably is not, but maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe he is. I like your thing. We but are going to look
2: that up. We're going to find that we, out. I believe he is. Uh, okay. So, so,
1: so, some bears of note that likely were that uh, you got Bronco Oh yeah. That's I remember yeah, Braun Gutenger. You remember Glenn Kozlowski? Um
0: Yeah. I, I you know, and I know uh, Jerry uh uh, jerking your gherkin that's who i know
1: <laughs> and gary fensick gary fensick there you go gary fensick believe it or not he was polish as well i believe i could be wrong Check the
0: numbers on that but i i, I honestly i never would have even thought of it so i'm happy that you came on and, and brought that big conspiracy up because i'm sure that is pondering a lot of people out there who's polish and why the bears are are drafting Polish people.
1: I would like to actually, I would like to say one positive thing about this Bears game. Yeah. If there ever was one. How about, you know, and I, I hate to, pra- this, is, this pains me to do this, to praise the other team. But I have to do it because he's from, you know, where I lived for pretty much majority of my life. Um, this tight end uh, on the Packers, Robert Tunyon. Yep, uh, he's from McHenry High School, yep. which is the town which is a town that I lived in before I moved to Dallas. I uh, played quarterback for him actually. Um, he is really coming, turning into an, a really good tight end. Target. This is an undrafted free agent who played quarterback, some wide receiver when he was college, and you know, the last couple of weeks got a touch. He had a touchdown today. Um, he had a touchdown last week in the loss to the Colts. I think uh he started the season off hot. He had three touchdowns on a um in that game against the Falcons. Yeah. But I think he's got seven touchdowns already this season. This is an undrafted free agent that the Packers were just kind of, you know, bringing along. That I think the Lions signed him first and then they released him. Um this kid's really playing well and probably is one of the best top he's easily the top 5 tight ends in the NFC right now. And to see how he played today, being from the hometown of McHenry, it was kind of nice to see, you know, hometown kid doing well. It sucks that it's against a team that I hate. But, hey, there was at least one bright spot from that team today. Unfortunately, it was somebody on the Packers.
0: Do you have any bright spots for the Bears at all? Anything? Are you talking to me? Yeah, Sean. No. <laughs> not Nothing? No, I told you what they need. We've been talking a lot of negativity on the Bears. There's got to be something.
2: Okay. Maybe just something small. Okay. Do you think Trebinsky plays better in the third and fourth quarter games, or is it by that time it's just garbage for the other team? Because he seems to play better in the third and fourth quarter, yeah, second half Packers of games.
1: Yeah, the Packers were soft. Okay, that, it, yeah, you know, and that's what I thought. That, See, yeah. I tried to come up no with some positive.
0: I thought yeah. you were going to come up with the kicker, Shh. Santos. Look, he didn't do a double doinker.
2: He, he, he kicks him through the field goal. Have you heard of that guy, that kicker for the Forty ers Have you ever heard of him? Good as gold, baby. He was good as gold today. I know he was. He's always good as gold. Mm-hmm. What happened to that Chicago?
0: Hmm. So we would be playing it a little bit further in the playoffs if he would have didn't have the double doinker. Parky actually is playing for the Browns. But
2: even a good year that we had with Trubisky. The kickers was not kicking field goals, doink, 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 yeah, all the time.
0: Yeah, no, it was that was a tough year. I mean, for field goals, we had well, like four in a row or
2: something. Once again, let's yeah. get rid of this GM.
1: GM out. Breaking news. How, how did we do at our picks today? I think I was beating you there for a while. Uh, um, I, think we, I think we both ended up with that. We're nine tied. Wins. Eight, eight wins on Sunday. Yep. We have eight wins.
0: wins. I asked. I asked. Okay. I asked Sean eight to wins. give him. Yeah. Give us his picks So what you got
2: I had um Texas to win Okay Hmm I had the Bills to win Okay Bills Yep I had the Titans to win You did Yes I did Okay I had the Browns to win They won I had the Giants to win They won Cardinals They lost Yep Dolphins they won. I had the Raiders to win, but they lost. Yep. Uh, I had the Rams to win. They lost. Mm-hmm. I had the Saints to win. They won. I had the Chiefs to win. They won. I had the Packers to win. They won. Sorry about that, Chicago.
0: It's okay, that's <laughs> okay. I picked them too. I picked them <laughs> too. Uh, Panthers,
2: Vikes. What'd you have for that? I had the Panthers to win, and they lost. How about that KC game though? Did we talk about that?
1: Two hundred and something yards. No, we haven't. By Tyreek Hill in that first quarter. Oh my
2: God! Building. Yeah, uh, that guy is crazy. What was the defense thinking about? The defensive coach. You do not lead that guy one on one.
0: Yeah, every time got burned. And, and every time how, and
2: that's how he got the touchdown because they had him one on one. You got a, yeah, a lot you, of missteps there. Yeah, and and you
0: got Mahomes who could throw off his back foot. You know, forty yards down the down the right side caught. Little little wiggle by Hill and then into the end zone. What did you have for the? Um, uh, I thought there was one more team. Well, no, there wasn't. Well, it's probably the Baltimore Oh, game, but Washington and Cowboys. Who'd you pick?
2: I had Cowboys. Ooh. What
1: were you oh, thinking? That's why he didn't mention that one. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he left
0: that one out. Well, I didn't, yeah, I didn't hear Vegas, Atlanta either. Who do you yeah, have for Vegas? He, I had, uh, he, he had Vegas. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. So I have him at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. That's right, oh, baby. Wow. Oh, wow. he
1: comes in
2: and takes it.
0: Now, hold so- on. There's two more teams that need to play. So- well, we
2: already know who's going to win those.
0: Oh, do we? Steelers, Ravens? Who's going to win?
2: Oh, Steelers. Okay, so you have the Steelers. If Lamar don't look as good as he. He just hasn't been looking good lately. No, he was MVP last e- year. If he's even going to play. And then what we have, the Seahawks and Eagles? Yeah. I like Seahawks, man. Oh, Seahawks, okay. without a doubt. Okay. So Carson uh, Wentz.
0: Mm. Who Carson Wentz. Where did he go?
1: Okay. He went, went s- somewhere else.
0: Yeah, that's right. Where did he go? Sean, where did he go? This
2: guy has talent. Uh-huh. But I don't know what's his problem. I don't know if it's a mental thing or what, but yeah, he looks pretty bad out there. He's He's terrible. He's throwing the ball
0: off. he's he's another one throwing his ball tim off his back foot. He's another one that I don't know if their O-line is any worse. I, I don't think it's it's gotten worse. Uh, he's just making poor poor decisions and I don't know if it has more to do with you know, I don't know if they got they got a new quarterback coach or offensive coordinator doesn't matter. He he just he looks horrible. Yeah. He's got things on his mind. I don't know what the, it could be,
1: but. Yeah, we we were smacking him around, I think, the last couple of podcasts. He just, just – it's in his head. He's turning the football over. He's fumbling the ball. He's throwing interceptions. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes it's – you know, you think, yeah, there's mechanics that, that cause something like that to happen for a quarterback, but it also gets into their head, uh, no different than what we're talking about with Ezekiel Elliott, so – I think, and and Sean's right. I mean, Lamar Jackson has not been playing well. Granted, you know they've had some tough games, good defenses against Tennessee and Indianapolis. I think two out of the last three weeks. Um, but who knows if he's even going to play? I mean, it's we. This is a thing that's that's starting to get a little weird. You know, these, the, yeah. the NFL has been motoring along pretty darn good since the beginning of the season, and now it just seems like as the rest of the country. Has been spiking up with this COVID. It's like seeping its way in, even with the protocols that the NFL has in place. Um, You know, so it's going to be interesting to see how the next month and a half, you know, the next four or five weeks we have left is going to play out and how this, you know, they're going to finish things up. You saw it with baseball, right? They had to make a lot of adjustments during the season to make things happen. Um, I think the NFL was cruising along good, but there's going to be a lot of decisions to be made over the next several weeks, I think. So with this baseball, was there a lot of players with COVID? There, I think there, there, was, was, some. Not. there was some. There was some, but not a yeah, lot. There was some. There was not, but but the one thing about the baseball piece of it is they did. They were essentially in a bubble um, where they were kind of playing their games, and um, you look at the what they did with the the playoffs. I think you know they were all in either, um, I believe, Los Angeles and uh, right here in Dallas. Uh, that's where they basically, you know, and they, mm-hmm. they were limited to who they got to see, and they were strict rules on, you know, what they did within the hotels. I think the NBA did something similar right well, you know, down there in Orlando. But um, go ahead. With the baseball, do you think the bubble was really necessary
2: when you think about it? I, it Cause, probably, because yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause look, because look, most of the stadiums are open. Okay. You got nine players on a field. All of them is pretty much except for the ump at the plate. Yeah, the batter, the catcher, Mm -hmm. the only ones is really close. Everybody else is more than six feet away from each other. So, do you think that?
0: Well, they're six feet away out in the field, but when they go in the dugout, they'd have to socially distance. But well, well, yeah, uh,
1: there again, that's no different from NBA
0: yeah, then they oh, got to go back go, to the hotel
1: when they go back to the hotel. and plus you're touching you know some of the th- you're touching some of the same things, you know, their surfaces you're touching um, identical to the other people there that that can cause that problem. And I, it's a, from the concept of being on the field, I don't know quote the bubble quote unquote was it's not for that, right? It's for the fact that you know, they're trying to keep them contained and not getting them in contact with anybody because they're getting tested. So yeah. if they're getting a negative test, theoretically, the only way they should get a positive test is if they come in contact with somebody outside of that bubble exactly. who's positive. Yeah. yeah,
0: and and they're doing tracing to find out who they were positive. The other thing too. Well,
1: but that's my whole point.
2: If if that's probably the way they're catching it or getting it. Yeah. It shouldn't matter if they was playing in any ballpark.
0: Because you're thinking they're going to get it, but because
2: I'm thinking if they get it, they they're going to get it either, like you said, being in close quarters. Yeah. Or beyond baseball. I think it's going to be outside of baseball. Yeah.
0: Florida Marlins actually got hit pretty hard with positive players. They had like,
2: you know what you just said? Florida.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's
2: the key right there.
0: But the other thing though, the whole state is messed up, but they were playing when they were playing, when they got back into playing baseball, leading into the playoffs, COVID wasn't as prevalent. In those months, it was actually quite, it was less. So they got lucky where we're where we're, we're seeing a spike. Now we, we are seeing players catch it. They're not in a bubble. Cause here the football is not in a bubble. No, you know, they're, they're being tested every day or yeah, they're being tested. All these guys are being tested every day, dude, every single day.
1: So yeah, the bubble, the bubble is more around protocol, but who they're touching, uh, or who they're coming in contact with outside. Yeah. Right? Because if you put, you know, you put 53 football players in a room together, if nobody has COVID they could all kiss and they're not going to get COVID. It's oh, when something happens outside <laughs> that room and I decide to go to the bar and go sing karaoke and start, you know, sucking on the microphone that somebody has who was before me has COVID. And then I come back to the the football room now, I'm giving it to the rest yeah. of the players. That's, and that's that's why well, I hope are not and sucking he, on the microphone, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not very good at karaoke, so I, maybe I'm maybe <laughs> or, I'm doing it wrong, or maybe
0: not, not not even sucking on a microphone, but maybe wearing like a wig or something, you know, just throwing yeah. on strangers' wigs. There is that could yes, happen.
1: There is, unfortunately, there's video out there to prove that that happened. Let's see, we can ask our, our podcast uh, listener, couch potato fan, Steve Wilhelm, about that one, but um. <laughs> Anyway, well, let's. So, what do you think? Should we get into next yeah. week's picks? Yeah, let's seven? get into
0: next week's picks and we're going to wrap it up. And I want to thank Sean A. Strickland for coming out and hopefully he can come out more. And uh, I like his insight. I like, his insight. I like his insight. Absolutely. And uh, let's go ahead. Uh, I've got next week's uh, games up, so I'm going to go ahead and just read them off. You guys tell me what you think think for next week so next week we've got um, Browns at the Titans this is actually gonna be a pretty good game Browns at the Titans mm. it's gonna be a good one.
1: Oh, I think it's really gonna be a good game I mean the Titans have rebounded nicely the past couple of weeks after I think they lost what three or four after winning the first five games of season so I mean but Derek Henry that kid is a friggin beast I think it's gonna be a close game but I'm gonna take the Titans okay Titans I like the Titans in 3 Oh, negative oh, 3.
2: Oh.
0: You like the Titans cuz they're I always, favorites.
1: I only think Titans I are know. favorites? I don't know if they my favorites. Yes. 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 Yeah. The Titans yeah, the Titans are favored.
0: I'm I'm gonna man, Chubb, Nick Chubb, uh-huh. right? Versus Henry. Mhm. Uh-huh. Oof. Man. Whose O-line's better?
2: You know what? Whose defense is better?
0: The uh, Titans. Yeah. I'm. You know what? I'm going to go Browns. I feel like I feel like Browns. It is okay. uh, the NFC least. By the way, t- everyone out there in couch potato land, we've said this from week one. We're on week six of our podcast. We, my buddy Tim, T Dog, said the NFC least right nfc least we,
1: we coined that yeah i'm we, sure i'm not the first one but we did yeah
0: we we had to have coined that and we heard it uh this past week uh who michael strahan michael strahan's like yeah nfc least and we're like but that's our saying <laughs> and he stole it
2: we're going to have to talk to that dude
0: so we got anna <laughs> right we're going to have to get him on we got uh nfc least uh Washington football team versus the Steelers. Now, remember, this will be a short week for the Steelers this week for for next week because they still haven't played yet. It don't matter. I like the
1: Steelers. Okay, Sh- Sean's down for the Steelers. Well, assuming, well, assuming they beat the depleted Ravens this Tuesday, right? I mean, they're going. They're going to be what twelve and zero. So, I I can't see the Redskins getting a win here. Yes, they're playing better. All you know, offensively with your boy Alex Smith, Alex Smith at the helm, right? Oh yeah. Uh, but the Steelers defense is too much. I'm, I'm with, I'm with Sean. Just give me the Steelers.
0: I'm going to take Washington. I know they're on the road, and I know it's against the Steelers, but we're 12 and 0. I mean, I guess I could take the Steelers, right? I could take the Steelers because number one, they're they potentially will be twelve and zero. We're assuming that they're going to beat the Raven. Uh, they're playing the Ravens right this week, right. so we're going to assume that they win against the Ravens. But if they don't, then they're going to be ten and one, and they're going to be tied with KC. So it will be a must win game. But the I just have a feeling that Washington's defense is going to beat up a little bit on the big guy. Upset your of your, your favorite, your favorite player. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do. I'm going to do Washington as my upset of the week, guys. So Washington over the Steelers. The next one is the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders versus the New York Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs>
1: we got their T. Well, they they have to wash off the stench of this loss in some way, and how about you do that against the Jets? Right, I know. I know some will be thinking that uh, you know this is a chance for the Jets to kick the Raiders while they're down. Um, but I don't see Chucky letting that happen here. He'll he'll have the Raiders ready to play and uh, keep the Jets from uh, the win the winning column there. So I agree. The Raiders.
0: Okay, Raiders. all right, Sean. Sounds like I agree. Sean Raiders a. all the way. He's a Raider fan now, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, you're who you're- are you taking? I'm taking LV. Are you taking LV. I'm taking LV. LV's taking LV Raiders. There you go. Uh, Jets Jets want to lock in that for, hey, there you go. So if, uh, Don, Ar, what is it, Donald? Yeah. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. He's available. Did the Bears try to pick him up next year? I don't know. Just food for thought. Not. Uh Jackson Why would
2: you want to go to Chicago?
0: I uh, because he's gonna be they're gonna get the first round draft pick. Okay. And they're gonna go for Clemson's quarterback. No,
2: I don't think so. You don't I think, think I think they're happy with Sam Donaldson. Really? Yeah. Oh and eleven. Just because you own eleven doesn't mean it's necessarily the quarterback's fault. You think it's think it's Adam mm-hmm. Googly eyed Gacy? <laughs> Not
1: quite sure, I believe, with your police work there, Sean.
0: Yeah. Uh, no. Oh man. Let me tell
2: you something. I would take him over any of the Bears quarterbacks.
0: So are you are you predicting right now the Jets are not taking a first round? Yeah, not taking the first round quarterback. Wow. I'm going to have to write that down. <laughs> write it Go down. F- take a picture first of it. First round. Put it on my wall. Save it.
1: Sean Sean's going to be back here in April when we talk NFL draft. Guaranteed.
0: Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, okay, so we got Jacksonville at the Vikings. <clears throat>
2: I'm well, going with Jacksonville
0: want... with this upset.
2: Oh, Ooh,
0: upset okay. there. Sounds like uh, I'm taking the J for
1: upset of the week. Okay. That's not that's not a terrible, terrible upset pick. I mean, Jacksonville's actually been playing better against the run the past few weeks before the Browns lit him up today. And your boy Nick Chubb. I think they had two hundred plus yards against it. But I think this is you you saw what happened to Dalvin Cook today. He played poorly. Uh, He got injured, I think, as well. But I think he's going to bounce back here against a Jacksonville team uh, that's struggling. So I'm going to take the Vikings.
0: I agree with the T-Dog. I'm going with the Vikings as well. Uh, Vikings at home. Now it's indoor. So it really shouldn't matter for Jacksonville. And Jacksonville looked okay today. It didn't look terrible. Uh, But I I still think uh, the Vikings will eke it out. And then we go with the... Since two nine and one Cincinnati Bengals against the Miami Dolphins.
1: Go ahead, T. Well, the Bengals are a mess without Joe Burrow. And uh, you know, the Dolphins are setting themselves up for a playoff push. You saw how Ryan Fitzpatrick he actually played well today. So I'm looking for them to continue that momentum. I'm gonna take the Finns. <laughs> what you got, John? Gotta agree. Oh, okay.
0: And I am I'm on the same page. I, I like dolphins. I, I would have took the dolphins regardless whether Joe Burrows was playing or not. Okay. Now, would you have taken the dolphins regardless if Joe Burrows was playing and it was Ryan Fitzpatrick in or I double T. I still take them.
1: Really? Okay. I, I just think that, I just think the game would have been a, a, a little bit more competitive. I mean, Burrow was obviously on the rise before he got hurt. Um he was he was on his way to actually to set some records uh from a passing perspective. Now granted he's doing that because he has to pass the ball because the Bengals are typically losing their games, but nonetheless, I mean he was actually making smart decisions. So mm-hmm. I think it would have been a lot more competitive, but now they're a mess. They just they just I think this is kinda of like the song, the same lines of Dak Prescott. It's so deflating when you lose your leader like that. And I think the Bengals were seated half of them too.
0: So we basically picked triple D for us guys. Triple D baby. All right, so Colts at the Texans. Colts at the Texans. That's it's another great game. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm going to take Whoa. the lead on this one. I think the Colts uh, defensively need to bounce back from their loss today. Uh, I believe defensively they can stop the run. They generally can stop the run. I mean, they had the number one. I think they were the number one defensive team in the NFL. Actually, close to it, or very close, or the right up. Steelers there. are number one. Yeah. So, Steelers at I mean Texans at home against the Colts. It's a it's a divisional match. Uh, I say Colts. I'm going to go Colts.
1: Well, and I think Sean mentioned it earlier when he was talking about Trash biscuit. I See, now he's got me calling him that. And uh, not <laughs> not getting Mahomes, not getting Deshaun Watson. You know what? But look at what he's he's doing. Everything he can for that Houston football team. I mean, they can't run the ball. They can't stop the run. I think the only team worse than them is the is the Cowboys stopping the run, and they can't stop the pass. But what does Deshaun Watson do? I think he was the highest rated quarterback for three days. I saw that graphic today. Yeah, <laughs> he passed. He passed. Um, Aaron uh, Rodgers. Yeah. Before Mahomes smacked him down. You know, after his epic performance today. But you know, yeah, well, you just mentioned it going up against that defense. I'm going to take the Colts as well. I don't think Deshaun Watson and Houston are going to be able to win it at even at home.
0: And Sean, what you got?
2: Watson has not really been impressive this year. Okay. Really hasn't. But I'm going with him. Oh. I'm going with Houston. Taking okay. Houston. All right. Taking Houston. I like it. Not your lock of the week, though, right? It's not my lock of the week. Okay.
0: I'm going to skip this game. We're going to go Saints at Falcons. Wow.
2: Them go guys. ahead, Sean. Start us off. That's that's a rival right there. Yeah. That is a rival right there. Atlanta has been looking good lately. Really been looking good lately. But regardless of my man, Drew. Yeah. I like the Saints. Matter of fact, I even like the Saints coming out of that division. Okay.
0: Saints come marching in and...
2: I don't care if that guy don't he don't even throw a pass. Yeah. There was this guy who used to play for um Denver. Like, he won a game and what he threw like five passes. Which how long ago was this? Maybe about four or five years ago. Not Tim Tebow. Oh yes. If Tim Tebow can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that heel. He's a beast. Yeah, he is. He's a beast. Uh, he he
0: showed his work today, Tim, right?
1: Well, he's yeah, he's, he's that run pass option is their bread and butter. There's no question. But um, I'll, I'll tell you what. I've actually I, – I, I like New Orleans as well, but I'm going to take Atlanta here. This is my upset of the week. I, I mean, it's upset. I know it shouldn't be considered an upset considering the Saints don't have Drew Brees, but, you know, it is. Um, the Falcons are riding high right now. They've won three out of the last four, and and they're a top ten rushing defense. So, I think to what Sean's talking about, they're gonna have they're gonna force Taysom Hill to throw the ball against them, and you know that's not really what their style is, as he mentioned. I mean, they're they're gonna have to run the football. They're not really gonna pass it. Uh, but I think the Falcons are gonna win this one. I'm gonna take Atlanta at home, even if
2: he has to pass it. We all know he's not gonna throw it long, but you can't forget about Alvin Kamara. Yeah. That's right. Can't forget about him coming out the back, coming out the
1: background, a backfield. He's going to catch everything. Yeah. They actually designed and ran some good plays today to exploit that. And um, in that game where they were beating the Broncos, because the Broncos defense is not as bad as they are on paper. And, you know, they played their hearts out today against that against uh, New Orleans, you know, for obvious reasons they lost. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Camara, when he goes in motion, everybody's, everybody's looking at him. There's no mm-hmm. question about it, but I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to say upset of the week.
0: Did they throw? I didn't watch. I didn't watch a lot of the game, but uh, did they throw to Camara at all? Did he make any catches at all? Cause last week was the first time that he didn't catch a single catch. I think ever. Like he's always had a catch out of the, uh, you know, Well, obviously, Breeze is always thrown to him.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, let's face it. They didn't throw the ball a ton today. I think combined, the two teams combined for maybe 25 pass attempts. Kamara only had one catch today, and I think it wasn't even for positive yardage. So it was not, but that wasn't what they were were doing. I mean, they were running the football. They ran the ball like 40-something times today. That's what it was really all about. Uh, Latavius Murray had a good game, um, you know, and the Saints proved that. You know, they can't, you know, they can play well with that run pass option constant. But uh, at the same time, you're doing it against a Denver team that was just they were they were lost before the game even started. I think Sean opinion.
2: Payton is, is is a well enough coach to to switch things up. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they look at game tapes from, you know, from teams as upcoming teams are going to play. So I'm sure he has
1: something stored for. Oh, yeah. For them, so
0: I'm sure he does.
1: So what do you think, LV? Where are you leaning?
0: Uh I I'm going with the Saints, dude. I I just regardless of who's that quarterback for the Saints. I mean, defensively, I mean, defensively they're good, but offensively, man, Kamara and even if even with the the run pass or the 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 wildcat, you know it's coming, right? You know that
2: But are they going to be able to stop it? That's the, the thing. Correct.
0: Like, you know it's going to be coming. You know it's going to be run, 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 run.
2: And I don't think I don't think the Falcons are going to stop. So. I, think they're going to be, I think they're going to get caught on the heels. And every time they think it's a run, it may end up being a pass. It may not be a long pass. But at some point, they will. They have to pass the ball. Yeah. It's just when are they going to do it?
1: Well, Sean, I think you you hit the nail on the head, though. There, they still have to respect the fact that they've got talent on that side of the the, the ball with Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, and you mentioned Kamara, um, who's their tight end, um, Jared Cook. They've got talent there. Where you you know you can't just stack the box and you know think that you're going to be able to be successful. You've got to be ready for your right, Sean Payton, to make that right call. Where all of a sudden you leave a guy either single coverage, it gets beat or worse wide open. So there's no question. That's why the saints have been able to be successful with that. I mean, cause let's t- Taysom Hill at this point, it's, he hasn't really been a gimmick. I mean, they've, they probably put him in three, four, five, six times a game. Yeah. Even with, with Drew, well, it, there. With Drew Brace, because they have plays specifically designed um, to, to to exploit his success. So, um, but yeah, there's no question. They, they've proven they can do it. I just don't think they're going to do it against the Falcons.
0: So, if you're the backup to Taysom Hill, which is what is it, Winslow, right? Is that his name? Jameson, yeah. No, James Winston. 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 Excuse me. Jameis Winston. I mean, how do you how do you guys feel about Jameis Winston? He was a he was a starting well, quarterback.
1: Well, obviously And you're Sean,
0: being trumped by the
1: Sean Payton must know something. Yeah, he's colorblind. He, he doesn't know which <laughs> which team to throw it to, is his problem, Ron.
2: So I mean Obviously, if they wanted to take a chance on Hill, yeah, instead of a, a, a natural quarterback, then they obviously must know something.
0: Yeah. Oh, they they obviously it's working. He's two and zero, right? Exactly. And but they, would and they, still, they put up the big numbers? But would they still be two and zero with the other quarterback? No, I don't think so. No. All right, uh, Giants at
2: Seahawks. Come on, man, Seahawks.
0: He's like, come on, man.
2: And that's my that's my guaranteed pick. Oh, that's his lock. That's my lock. Okay, lock. we lock. We're gonna lock it down.
0: Oh <laughs> snap! I still like the Giants <laughs> for some odd reason, and they've they've won three in a row. So, I mean, come on, got to give them some credit.
2: Not with Seattle.
0: Yeah, but Seattle. Who's showing up today? I, I
2: give them credit if it was like
0: Cincinnati, yeah, Jaguars,
2: oh, Bears.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going Seattle. Just okay. saying, okay. I do like I, the Giants. I I just Seattle at home. Both play in crappy weather, so you have to give the edge to.
2: I would have picked Seattle if they was playing in in New York. <laughs>
1: I would have picked Seattle if they were playing on Mars, Ron. I mean, come on.
0: (laughs) Okay, so you're going with
1: Seattle. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you realize this, but the Giants are going to be without Daniel Brown, most likely. He suffered a hamstring injury. You know who their backup is? Colt McCoy, okay? He's got a passer rating of his career that's like 78. So the Giants are not beating the Seahawks and overcoming Oh, yeah. I
0: definitely wouldn't take that. You're right. Uh, Rams at the Cardinals. Go ahead, Sean.
1: Oh, oh. Oh, it's a big one. Oh. Oh, by the way, that is my lock of the week. I don't know if I mentioned that. Seattle. Have Um, you used Seattle before? I have not.
2: All right. Rams, uh, they lost today
1: to the 49ers. I know, right? I think fourth time in the last two years. They've been swept by them two years in a row. Jeez. Mm Mm-hmm. But the Rams
2: won't lose two in a row. Won't happen.
1: Yeah, Sean, I think Jared Goff just can't wait for December to get here. I mean, he hasn't played good this month at all. He had two interceptions today. I think he has six interceptions in the month of November and like against like maybe just four touchdowns. So I know they beat the Seahawks. I think they also beat um uh Brady and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. But still, they're you know, you got the best defensive lineman in the game, with all due respect to Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald. But yeah, I mean, golf, it it's it's been a rough November for these guys.
0: So you're taking I'm still
1: taking the Rams. Okay, Rams. Still Tim, you're taking. I'm going to take the cards. I think the cards are going to are going to rebound and beat him here. I'm going to take the Arizona.
0: I like Arizona too. In Arizona, for some reason, I just... I
1: like the Rams defensive backs. I just don't
2: think
0: Kyler Murray can Kyler throw Murray. far enough. Yeah, he can throw far. Oh yeah, he can. He can
2: throw far. I just no, no Rams all the way
0: against Hopkins. So you think the Rams defensive backs?
2: Oh, oh. Um, oh, yeah, they, oh, okay. they can put um, uh, what is that guy's name? The cornerback for the Rams, they can put him one on one, okay? All right, the only way I foresee Hopkins winning the matchup if it's one of those type of balls you just throw in the air, and he got to go up and get it. Yeah. Other than that,
0: no nope. jump ball, okay? Patriots at the Chargers, Sean,
2: what you got. <sighs> No, I used to like this guy a lot, but I don't know what happened to Cam. I think he dresses better than anybody in the league. <laughs> he dresses better than anybody in the league. If they was to give out an award for the best dresser, Cam Newton, he'll win it by far. Yeah. yeah.
0: He
1: dresses like Carmen Santiago.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I think one of our one of our couch potatoes uh tweeted us uh, last week and said, where in the world's Carmen Santiago? The way what he was wearing that day it was pretty it was definitely interesting. But does that make him a good quarterback, though, Sean? It does not. Okay. But
2: he does have possibly a job after afterwards, after um, football. Okay. Being a, a stylist, man. A dresser.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. You mean in the... in the Fashion uh, business. Fashion business. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely,
2: definitely. But what they said, Cam hasn't been the same since that... Uh, that Super Bowl has not been the same. I don't know if, yeah, it's his MVP don't know if it was is due to injuries or what, but he's not yeah. the same. And I refuse to go with the Patriots. Refuse.
0: Okay. So uh, I guess you're taking the Patriots, son.
2: No, I said I refuse to take <laughs> Okay, Okay. I'm just making sure you know what you're talking about, Eric. Oh, yeah. I know what I'm talking my about. My
0: friend. So, Chargers, it is. Chargers. Uh, T, what do you got?
1: Well, I mean. Uh... I Actually, I went back and forth on this game. I mean, the, the believe it or not, the Patriots actually have some faint playoff hopes all of a sudden after they've won like three of their last four. So I know Cam has not played well. There's no question with what Sean's saying. Um, and this is a big game for them. They got the Rams, Dolphins, and Bills all looming on the other side of this game. So you think, okay, Bill Belichick, get these guys ready to play. But the Chargers defense is just playing too good right now. They, they, they played really well defensively Sunday against the Bills. Yeah, they lost. Joey Bosa, that guy is an absolute beast. He, he may be one of the, if not the best defensive uh, end in, in, in football. But, um, yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers in this one. I think the defense is just going to play well enough to shut down Cam and his fedora. <laughs> <laughs> I I like the Chargers as well. Uh, so we got Eagles at the Chiefs. No. I think the Eagles are at the Packers, I mean, aren't they? Excuse
0: me, Eagles at the Packers? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, you know, I'm going to – this is an easy one. I mean, it's not a lock of the week, but I, it definitely the Packers. They're following, firing on all cylinders. And I don't say that just because they beat the crap out of the Bears today because I think just about anybody wouldn't be able to do that. But Packers are are, are getting healthy at the right time, so I think they're going to keep rolling here against uh, against the Eagles. Hey, keep you guys were uh, – smacking Carson Wentz around earlier, keep your eye out because we might see a little Jalen Hurts this uh, coming game. Mm. What are they waiting on? Who knows? Maybe it's the fact that they got all their money tied up in Carson Wentz, but I think we're going to see more of him uh, uh, against Green Bay.
2: We should.
0: We should see him. I mean, because Carson Wentz is not playing the way he should be playing. And then, uh, Sean, who you got? Eagles, Packers. Packers. Packers.
1: Okay, you're right.
0: I'm going to go with the Packers as well. Blah, blah, blah. Cheeseheads, Cheez-its, whatever. Cheetos. Broncos at the Chiefs. The question really is, I'll take this one. The question really is, are the Broncos really who we thought they were? No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) Basically, the Broncos, uh, I don't care what four quarterbacks have been out on COVID. They're all going to be back right and i guarantee you none of those four quarterbacks w- will beat the chiefs at all it doesn't matter chiefs are patrick mahomes is on fire once again i mean he has had one or two he's had one bad game that they lost he's probably had a few mediocre games that they still crushed i mean this kid is amazing and to think that the bears could have had him at the number 2 pick stop Or the number three pick overall. As a matter of fact, when I was at the last Bears game I was at, I saw a Bears jersey with number 15 on it, and it said Mahomes. Somebody was hoping and praying. Now, they were playing the Chiefs that day in Chicago. I think I saw that. It was a Sunday night game, and uh, the Bears got crushed once again. But uh, honestly, Honestly, <clears throat> excuse me. Honestly, Broncos, the the they just they, they can't. No, the answer is no. Chiefs, it is. What do you got, T? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm with you. Chiefs win this one going away.
0: Chiefs. All right. Uh, now we're gonna get with the last Sunday day game. It's gonna be Lions at the Bears. Okay, and then we'll get into mo- the Monday night games, and then folks, will then we'll call it a wrap. But. Here's my thing about Lions at the Bears. I think, honestly, I haven't looked at the, the remainder the remainder of the schedule, but I think this might be the only chance the Bears will get their sixth win. Yep. And it will be – so in the beginning of the year, Tim, I was talking with with Sean, and we were talking about, you know, how many wins the Bears will get. I had six. That was my number. And I think I'm going to get there. I think you had four.
2: I thought it was five.
0: Okay, I'll give you i I'll give you five, but I think it was four.
2: Okay. if you think it's four. Yeah, but you
0: wanted six if Nick Foles was in. That's what I said. And he was in. Right? Now and he won out. a couple. Now he's out. Now he's out. And now it's it's Mitch.
2: Trash Bensky. Okay,
0: okay. So the reality of it is I think this is the last I think honestly this is the last win the Bears gets. I agree with you. Unless something changes, what needs to change for them to to beat? They got to play the Packers again. They got to play the yeah,
2: Packers is the last game of the season.
0: Yeah, so they got to play them again. They got to play the Vikings again. Who else do they have? Houston,
2: Houston. They play in Houston. Mm. Houston? What? Well, it's not like it matters. Ain't nobody in the stands no way.
0: No, as a matter of fact, uh, at the Broncos game, South Park was yeah, at the yeah, stands. Yeah, but they
2: only have so many people there, so it's still like not. Really, nothing.
0: They had five hundred people. They they had more, but they got rid of it. But the reality of it is, I just cannot see the Bears winning much more. I might throw in a. I might throw an upset of the week for the Bears one of these days, unless the Bears are. Uh, they got to be favorite, right? Against the Lions, Stop. they got to be. They are. Stop. They're
1: favored. I don't understand it's why. Not, it's not by, Actually, I take that. I take that back. I don't think there's a line open for that game right now. Yeah, I believe that was uh, that line was 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 off. But I mean, they do play the Jaguars later this year, who only have one win. So you would probably give them a victory there. Yeah, it's in Jacksonville. But um, I, I, I mean, I kind of thought about the same thing that you know, if, if there was ever a, a a team to rebound against, it could it could be the Lions here, and where they end this. You know, this could be where the Bears end the skid. round. I'm kind of with you on that one. Um, the Lions are hurting right now. They they I believe they. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving. Marcus Trufant was hurt. Mm. Uh, their star cornerback. Uh, I think Danny Shelton, their defensive tackle, was also hurt. Those are two studs on their defense. So if those guys aren't ready to play, you know, maybe this is one of those games where Trubisky comes out and you know, stop. Maybe, well, he's well. I don't know. It's just this is where I think they end this woeful losing streak. Yeah, the May Squeeze got one more win. Um, I had them winning eight games this year, so I'm gonna uh, hopefully they'll get a little closer than that. But wow. right now I'd be shocked if they if they won. Won that. But, yeah, give me the Bears. Bears. I'm going to take the Bears this week.
0: All right, Sean. Lions? You a Lions fan? I know you are.
1: (laughs) Okay, Uh, look. I'm a Bears fan, but I picked the Packers today. It doesn't matter whether you're a fan. You got to be smart about it.
2: Exactly. Okay. Okay. Be smart. First game of the season, the Bears Mm -hmm. played Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Bears won. Barely. You know what? Do you remember why they won? Do I know what?
1: Wh- Fourth quarter trash biscuit. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, there no, you no. go. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> there you go. They won uh-huh. because I think Detroit's running back came out of the backfield. Yeah. He was in the end zone by himself yeah. and dropped the pass. That was the only reason why the Bears won that game.
0: Okay, so you are Lions. Because you have no faith in, in Mitch. Yeah. You're, you you're right? saying oh, ditch what you the, to the say? Mitch.
2: What would you going to say? You were going to say trash, wasn't you?
0: I was, but I don't I don't want to continue. I. Okay, so you want to ditch the look, Mitch. Look. Is that what I'm hearing? Look.
2: I'm not expecting the Bears to beat Detroit. Okay. But, okay. But. Yeah, there's a but. I am going with the Bears. Oh. Only okay. because I'm from Chicago. That's my only reason. Oh, really? Only reason. Is it because you're Polish, too? Black Polish, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. I like it. That's right. So he is. Sean, so he, Sean Shiglinsky. <laughs>
0: <calling> yeah, <laughs> we got Sean Shiglinsky <laughs> here. Uh, he's our our Polish supporter. So uh, he. It's so if he's Polish, mind. then he is for Mitch. All right. I like it. I'm from trash. Doesn't matter. It does not matter for you for the Bears to win next week. It does not matter, though, if it's Mitch or Nick. Doesn't matter. You think Bears win straight up?
2: No, no that ain't what I said. I said I'm choosing the Bears because I'm from Chicago. That's my reason. Okay, okay. See, he's, picking,
1: he's picking with his heart this week. That's all right. You okay. can do that. You can do that.
0: All right. Last two games of the of the Dude, Mon- there's two Monday night games this week. Why is that?
1: Uh, wait, who did you pick?
0: I picked the Bears. Okay. Shuffling crew.
1: Um, the the Dallas Baltimore game was moved to Monday night because of the current COVID situation they have with Pittsburgh. So that's why that okay. Dallas Baltimore game was moved. Once again, though,
0: Steelers haven't been bumped. They're playing Sunday against uh, whatever team they're playing. We just, no, yeah, they are against Washington. So why uh-huh. is the Ravens being bumped again? Steelers are not being bumped. Why are the Ravens being bumped onto a Monday night game? Do they think that the players there's enough players that it's going to really affect that team? Maybe it's just not the the quarterback, but maybe it's just ratings again? Because they said, "Can we really have Bills Niners as a Monday Night Game? So let's throw in a second one?" Uh, I don't know. I I'm 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 this taking a- the Ravens this week and it mark it down Timmy T. It's my lock of the week.
1: Wow. You don't even know if they're going to have everybody there. I don't care.
0: I, Lock of the week. Cowboys over the Cowboys. I'm taking Ravens. Lock of the week. Mark it, stamp it, smack it up, flip it, rub it down. I do all of that, but I'm not going to rub it down. Okay. So what you, gonna, you going to do? I'm going with the Ravens. <laughs> okay. Ravens. And Timmy T, T Dog. Ravens. Ravens. All right. Uh Bills at Niners. What do you got, Tim?
1: Oh, God, Bills and Niners. Um, well, you know, the Niners are banged up. Yes, they won a big one against the Rams, um, a team that they we talked about. They've handled them pretty well over the last couple of years. They beat them both times this year and beat them both times last year. So, uh, But I look for Buffalo's defense to carry the Bills here to a win. Josh Allen should play better. Uh, I know it's on the road, but I'm going to take Buffalo over the Niners – Wherever they play. I know the 49ers are, I think there's an issue where I'm not sure. Um, I wonder if this game's even going to be played there because they had that uh, issue with uh, uh, that county where San Francisco's uh, stadium is. is not being. They're not allowed to practice there. Really? Um, yeah, so I wonder if this game will even be played in San Francisco. It'll be interesting to see. But, I mean, if regardless of where it's played, I'm going to take the Bills.
0: Yeah, you know what, um, Tim, I absolutely agree. I like the Bills, regardless of where it's playing. I like the I like Josh Allen. I think that kid man, that kid's doing really well today. Uh I have to be careful, Tim, because I've said kid before in the past for a thirty year old and, and got razzed by old Stevie out there, one of our uh one of our Spuds McKenzie, you know, followers. One but uh,
1: rabid, rabid couch potato fans.
0: Yes, yes. Um, so I, but I, I like the bills and I'm going to go ahead and take the bills. Um, Sean, what you got? And then you can follow up with anything that's on your mind, man. Go, go
2: right ahead. I like the bills. Okay. I like the bills. Josh Allen. He's, he's, uh, he's pretty good. I like that guy.
0: He's pretty good. Pretty good. You like that guy.
2: I would like to say, uh, Alex Smith. Man, congratulations, man. I'm okay. That's, horrific, that's, horrific
0: leg injury comes yeah. back after almost 2 years of of being injured. See, I I feel the same way. I feel the same way. So you 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 want to put a shout out to Alex Smith out there, huh? Oh yeah. Okay. Anything else uh how, Now listen, folks, for for all you podcaster listeners out there, Sean a shalinsky I don't know. I can't no, remember no, we're
2: we just gonna keep it as Sean a
0: Sean a out here this is the first time on my podcast I think the first time he's ever been on a well, podcast
2: actually I should have been on here long a while ago
0: you should have been you should have been but he slept in one night you were doing too much you know partying the other times I I heard I heard you're you're a wild man dude I get true. it it's
2: not true it's not I true. get
0: it but this is your first time being on a podcast though. yeah so you know, for anybody that has any questions or concerns, or or has uh has questions toward, with Sean, go ahead and hit us up at info at um, MondayMorningCouchPotatoes dot com. Uh, also, um, we've got uh, you know, we're gonna have a pretty amazing um next week's podcast. We're gonna be talking all kinds of stuff, right, Sean? Oh yeah. So, anything else you want to say? So you said Sean. You said uh, Alex Smith. Anything else on your mind before we get out of here?
2: You know, when we get into the uh, NBA season, I have, I have pretty much a lot to say about that too. I got to okay. clear up some things with a lot of LeBron fans. Oh,
0: okay. We can definitely we're well. We're definitely talking to all sports, right, and beyond. So, you've been listening. You had- What's that?
1: Oh, I was just going to say plus we just had the NBA draft, right? Recently and Oh yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, Bears, I think they, they picked from Florida State. Yeah, but Bulls.
0: Bears yeah, definitely Bulls. But Bears could probably use a kid from Florida <laughs> yeah, State, probably, probably through, use, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, guys. So, you've been listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Visit our website at mondaymorningcouchpotatoes.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at MM Couch Potatoes. Listening to this podcast doesn't make you any smarter than you already are. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> the Monday Morning Couch Potato Podcast is for general purposes only. Thanks for listening.
2: And I'm out. Later.